This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, good evening everyone. Shalom Aleichem, We have a very special share this evening. We're continuing our shiurim on Sefer Shemais, which are graciously sponsored by Dr. Zakaim Umeshpachtal, Ilan Nishmas, Shalom Aleichem, and Rabbi Yaakov Zakaim, and Ilan Nishmas, Dr. Zakaim's mother, Rivka Basavia Levi, and Rabbi David ben Rabbi Yaakov Tzvi HaKoyhein. Tonight's shir is dedicated by our dear friend Rabbi Avi and Shira Tuckman in honor of their son Yitzi's engagement to Yocheved Teitelbam. Mazel tov, mazel tov. Shabib b'shatov maslachas. And there should be Zoycha Livnois Bayis Namav Yisrael. Tonight's shir is dedicated by Rabbi Yitzchak Yeager, the author of the Chashavah series Guidelines. Le'ilay Nishmas, his father, Rabbi Elisha Meir ben Rabbi Alexander Zusha. Ziyar said was Yud Ches Adar Aleph. Tonight, she is also dedicated by Rabbi Yaakov Mizrahi. Shabizoycha Yimali Hashem Shaz Libay Latoiva. And also by Yehuda Libavics. Bracha Vahatzlacha. Okay, tonight's share is about two Adars. So, in honor of two Adars, you have two options on the new Sefer the concealed and the revealed. You could have the big version. The big version you put on your shelf and you take it out. This way, when people come to your house, it looks like you're well-read. This one, you take with you. It fits in the pocket. It uh, fits in Shalach Manas. No, sh- no good Shalach Manas can be without it. You know this thing. Shakespeare once said, no good Shalach Manas could be without it. And if you really want to look learned, and this looks very good on the shelf, the Lashon HaKodesh version. Now, there happens to be an inside, but even if you never open it up, it look, look how nice it looks on the shelf. And people will come to your house. Let's say you have a son-in-law, and he sees this on your shelf. It will look like, you know, Epis, you know something. Or let's say you invite people to your house. You want them to think that you're very learned. And then you could take out the inside and give the inside to somebody who will actually... No. Like you, actually, you buy it, and the purpose is to learn it. The, the cover is, uh, you know, just a mask. Okay. Chaydesh Adar. Let us begin. Uh, we know that the 12 months of the year are associated with various mazalos. And mazal adar dogim. The mazal of adar is fish. Fish. So the first thing we have to ask, which fish? Tuna fish, salmon, trout, sea, Chilean sea bass, what kind of gefilte fish? What kind of fish? are the mazal of Adar. And come to think of it, all the other months of the year, the mazal is singular. You have Deli as a bucket, not Deliim. You have Akrav, not Akrav, Akravim. You have... What? Yeah, it's very hard to have uh, one Toomim singular, you know. That, that's a hard thing to pull off. Yeah, Toomim is p- plural because by definition, a twin has to be singular. It has to be uh, double. Rabim, but all the other, all the other mazalos are lashon yachid. Why mazal adar is lashon rabim? So let's begin with the comments of Rab Tzadik Hakohen in Machshavos Charetz, and he introduces a very important principle. And that is the twelve months of the year correspond to the twelve shvatim. What does that mean? That means even though all of Klal Yisrael is one, we're goy echad ba'aras, we're one entity. Nevertheless, there are twelve shvatim. Each shevet has its own personality. 
has its own characteristics, has its own nature, and therefore, there's also an important concept of Ashan. You know what Ashan is? Oilam, Shana, Nefesh. What's Oilam, Shana, Nefesh? That there are places and times and people that converge. Meaning, there are places in the world that correspond to times of the year that correspond to people. So for example, the Holy of Holies, the Kodesh HaKadoshim, corresponds to, Yom HaKippurim, corresponds to the Kohen Gadol. Okay, you get the idea? That there are certain spheres of existence that uh, play out in place, in time, and in, and in people. Likewise, there are certain shvatim that correspond to certain times of the year. The 12 shvatim correspond to the 12 months. And just like each shevet had its own unique characteristic, each month of the year has its own a special characteristic. Now, many years ago, not, not so many years ago, a few years ago, we gave a share on which shevet corresponds to which month. And if you remember, there are many mahalchem, there are many approaches. You have the Sefer Hayitzira, you have the Raivit, you have Rabbi Tzadik HaKohen, or you have Rabbi Yonason Ibishis, or Rabbi Levi Yitzchak Abarditchev. And in the humble Sefer, Magad Rakia on Shemois, we printed a grid, a chart, going through all the Shittos, and which month corresponds to which Shevet. Rabbi Tzadik HaKohen says that he is going to outline the most simple approach which Shevet corresponds to the month of Adar? And he says he saw in the Sefer Kedushas Levi that Chaydesh Adar, which Mazel is Dogim, is Keneged Yosef. Because what, what was the bracha to Yosef? V'yidgul Arayv. And, just like Dogim is plural, Adar is plural. Could be plural. And just like Yosef was broken into two, Menashe and Ephraim, so to Adar could be Adar, Rishon, Adar, Shein. In other words, there's no Usher, there's no, you know, um, Nisan, Aleph, Nisan, Beis, Av, Aleph, Av, Beis, because no other Shevet has two, um, is, is broken down into two. But since Yosef is broken down into two, he is perfectly suited to the month of Adar. Um... Now, who is Iker? Menashe or Ephraim? Ephraim. Yeshua Benun came Ephraim. Just like Ephraim was Iker, Adar Beis is Iker, Adar Beis is Ephraim, and therefore Ephraim is a lotion of Ki Hifrani Elikim Pru Uravu, just like Frish is our Para Verava. And what is Chaydesh Nisan? Who's Chaydesh Nisan? Which Shevet? Yehuda. Now, Rab Tzadakah Koyen, in his Sefer, Divrei Chaloimais, Divrei Chaloimais were various dreams that Rabbi Tzadik HaKoyin had. Now back in the day, my grandmother of blessed memory would tell me that her father, who was the last Rav of Sachachav, one of his big jobs in Sachachav is people would come to him and tell, tell him their dreams. And he would have to interpret the dreams. And in my very long and um, rabbinic career, I can't tell you Many people have come to me with dreams, maybe over the years, three or four, something like that. I remember back in Queens, somebody came with, a, it was a whole mice with a spider, but that's a story for a different occasion. But Rabbi Tzadik recorded the dreams that he had. And in his dream, he saw 
that the, the months of the year correspond to the 12 Shvatim, and the month of Adar corresponds to Shevet Yosef, just like Yosef is Menashe Ephraim, Adar is two, um, Adar is Yosef. And that is why, says Reb Tzadik all the kings from Shevet Yosef are, have an ascendancy in the month of Adar. What kings come from Yosef? Yehoshua. When was Yehoshua appointed? Anybody know what date did Yehoshua become the king? Chesadar. Or, yeah, the, in Adar. In Adar. So Yehoshua became king in Adar. That, that's because Adar is the month of Yosef. On the other hand, Dovra Melech was appointed in Nisan. Rosh, uh, the beginning of Rosh Hashanah is Be'echad Ben-Nisan, Rosh Hashanah Lemelachim. So Adar is the month of Yosef, and Nisan is the month of David and Yehuda. And La'asalavai, Mashiach ben Yosef will come in Adar. And Mashiach ben David will come in Nisan. Furthermore, we destroy Amalek in Adar. Because right after Amalek is destroyed, Mashiach ben Yosef, and then Mashiach ben David. Which may uh, highlight... The Gemara says, when do we lay in the Megillah? Do we lay in the Megillah in Adar Aleph or in Adar Beis? The Gemara says, we lay in Adar Beis, why? Lemitzvah Gula Legula. So we could say, not just the Geula of Purim to the Geula of Pesach, but there's an idea, the Geula of Mashiach ben Yosef, represented by Purim, and Mashiach ben David. By the way, What does it mean when Mashiach comes? In the rest of the year, when we say, like, you know, what's Shabbos, whatever. Mashiach, maybe a man should come right now. Meaning it could come anytime, so what does it mean, Dafka Nisan? So Reb Schwab, Reb Shimon Schwab said he asked this to the Chafetz Chaim. What does it mean, Benisan Nigalu? But we say, Chakaloi Bechoyim Shiavai. He says, a Nisan, it's 50 50. Very high chances. If you're betting, if you want to bet on a month, pick Nisan. Okay, for the betters guide, uh, Mashiach is Chodesh Nisan. Now, the Kedusha Slevi in this week's parsha, because I know many people they only come if the shear is on the parsha. The only thing is this week is not Tetzaveh, but it's close enough, right? The Kedusha Slevi says in Parsha's Tetzaveh that the Mazal of Adar is Doug. Doug. Now, I like the word Doug. Anybody know why? It's my initials. It's my initials. Doug, right? But, actually, Dayug, fisherman, Daniel, Yaakov, yeah? But, Doug, backward, is God. God, what does God mean in Lashon Kodesh? Good luck. God, Gedi, yeah? God is Mazal. So, Adar is Doug, because Adar is the month of good Mazal. It's the month of Menashe and Ephraim. But furthermore, the Kedusha Slevi says like this, Why do we say Doug? Doug. Not that puzzle company. What Doug and what's a? Mal- yeah, not no, not that Doug, right? Not the English Doug. Dalit Gimel, Dalit Gimel. Why Dalit Gimel? The, you know the Gemara says in Masech the Shabbos, Aleph Beis, Aleph Bina. Aleph Beis stands for learn Torah. Gimel Dalit stands for Gemoyel Dalim, bestow to the poor, grand kindness to the poor. So the Gimel is the benefactor, Gemoel. The Dalit is the poor guy. The month of Adar is Dug. We start with the Dalit, the poor person. In other words, it started off with difficulty, with tragedy. It started off with a Tzara. But ultimately it will be Gimel. Gimel is the benefactor. Ultimately it will be a month of Ashiros. Now let's talk about the following question. 
Are you supposed to be happy in Adar Aleph? Or many people enjoy being depressed. They get a kick out of it. It makes them feel good. You know, they like to be grumpy. Most of the people like to be grumpy. They like to be grouchy. They like to complain. They like to be, you know the word, a curmudgeon, you know? They just like to be, you know, and deep down they're happy, but they don't even want to admit they're happy, so they make believe they're miserable about being miserable. So I want to know, when do you have to be happy in Adar Aleph? Or could you say, no, I, don't, I, I, I could wait until Adar Beis. Now I could be grouchy, and I'm going to wait, you know, Mishanichnas Adar Marben Besimcha. When, when does it begin? When does it start? When does it start? The, all the Gemara says is Mishanichnas Adar Marben Besimcha. So what does Rashi say, say on that? Rashi famously says that why do we rejoice in Adar? Rashi says, look at number five, Yemei Nisim Hayul Yisrael. They were days of miracles for the Jewish people. Purim u Pesach. Adar are days of miracles. Purim and Pesach. What's the obvious question on Rashi? Because Purim was in Pesach. Pur- correct. Purim is not Pesach. No, I'm saying all this story with Mount Chayadis was in Pesach. What's the Kashan Rashi? Mishanichnas Adar, Yemei Nisim Hayadisra, Purim u Pesach. Pesach is Nisa. Ah, Pesach, what's Rashi talking about? Purim u Pesach. Pesach, friends, is not in Adar. Pesach is in Nisan. So, comes Rabbi Yaakov Emden in Sheilas Yaivetz. And Rabbi Yaakov Emden is bothered. Why does Rashi say Pesach when Pesach is in the month of Adar, when Pesach is in the month of Nisan and not Adar? Says Rabbi Yaakov Emden, because Rashi is bothered by Akasha. If Purim alone was a reason to rejoice in Adar, then why shouldn't we say Mishanichnas Kislev Marbin Besimcha or Mishanichnas Nisan Marbin Besimcha? What's special about Purim? The answer Rashi's answering is, one yomtif will never make a month a joyous month. You need back to back. You need two. So what Rashi's saying is, Purim u Pesach. Kislev, you don't have to be happy because it's only one yomtif. Other months you don't have to be happy, but the fact that you have the, the fusion of two joyous months together, that's why we say, Mishanichnas Adar Mar Mesimcha. However, says Rabbi Yaakov Emden, another reason why Rashi says Pesach is because there's the following question. When do we start being happy in Adar? Adar Aleph or Adar Bez? Rashi said Purim and Pesach to say it's Dafka the Adar next to Pesach. Adar Aleph, you could be a grouch, you could be miserable, you could be depressed, you could be down in the dumps. Okay, I know that makes you happy. So how come we have Purim? Only... Ah, oh, Purim Katan? There's no such thing. None of the Talmidei Baal Shem ever said boo on Purim Katan. They didn't say anything. They don't do anything. No Hasidim commemorate Purim Katan. Why? The, look in the Minchas Elazar. Minchas Elazar um, did not observe any Purim Katan. Shushan Purim? Aha, oh, Shushan Purim is better than any Purim you ever saw. Purim Katan? No. If, believe me, if they would have celebrated Purim Katan, they would market it. The fact that you don't see any recognition of Purim Katan, it's because the Iker Purim is the second one. Well, we, we don't. Say Katan on, on, so at least, that would be something to say, well, you can't be sad. Maybe you can't be Yeah, happy. but by Hasidim, by Hasidim, there's more, they, they don't say Tachnan more than Purim Katan. 
Ya. <laughs> okay. So all the rabbis make tishin on Purim. Nah, nah, not all the rabbis. Nah, that's a it's a They just but back in the day, nobody said no. Talmidei Balshem said boo on Purim Katan. That's what the Mincha uh, Salazar said. The real let them know right now. Okay, none of the real Talmidei Balshem did anything on Purim Katan. So this is the opinion of Rabbi Yaakov Emden that the Mishnichnas Adamar Basimcha begins. Davka on the second Adar. But, I found the Tshuva in the Chassam Soifer. Chassam Soifer in Choshim Mishpelke number 14, Simen Chaf. He concludes his Tshuva. Boiker Liyoyim Gimel, the morning of the third, of a Tuesday, Shenichval Boi Kitoiv, Aleph, to Rosh Chodesh Adar Rishon, the first day of Rosh Chodesh Adar Rishon, Shemar bin boy besimcha. Adarishan that we re- begin to rejoice. So we see the Chassam Soifer argues on Rabbi Yaakov Emden. And he says, even now, you have to be happy. Okay? So pal, snap out of it. Okay? Get that, get that growl off your face. And smile. Big. Big. From ear to ear. You know what ear to ear? Rabbi Yitzchak, you know what ear to ear? All the way. Show your teeth. Your white teeth, your smile, the winning smile. <laughs> yeah? You're supposed to be the simple all year. Who says? Who says you're supposed to be the simple? Nah, it's a machlaikis. Not everybody agrees you have to be happy all the time. You know, they say, mitzvah gadoy elias besimcha. Not everybody agrees with that. No. Yeah, ivdu is such a double amal says ivdu is such besimcha. Ivdu Hashem, that's when you're Ivdu Hashem. Yeah, but the rest of the time, you know. The, the, okay, but uh, th- this is very interesting. When does Mishanichnas Adar Mar Mesimcha begin? Rabbi Yaakov Emden says Adar Beis. Chassam Soifer says Adar Aleph. Let's talk about the two Adars. Now, we know that some years there are 13 months in the year. Actually, seven out of every 19 years is an Ibriyar. And, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. What? There is a very interesting mnemonic somebody told me, a rabbi I met in Chicago told me a mnemonic, Goach Adzad. Adzad. How do you know that? I know he's from uh, From what? <laughs> I didn't study in the United States. Uh-huh. See, this man had an education. Goach Adzad. It's in the book. By the way, it's worthwhile to get the book just for Goach Adzad. Goach Adzad is Gimel, Vav, Ches. What? Yud Aleph. Yud Aleph? Yeah. 11, 14, 14, 17, 19. Which yeshiva did you go to? You got Your parents got their money's worth. I learned it there. For elementary school, I went to what's called... Religious public school. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like today. 
Goach Adzat, that's the mnemonic. So the question is, why did Chazal pick Davka Adar to have as a, a second Adar? Why don't we have a second, imagine we had a second Nisan. Imagine after Pesach you told your wife, you know, uh, this year there's a second Nisan, you know, you have to clean again. You wouldn't, you wouldn't even, you won't even get chametz stick. You'd go Pesach stick for six weeks straight. Or imagine, you know, why, why Dafka the month of Adar? So, what? We have Pesach Sheni. Yeah, yeah, Pesach. We don't have Nisan Sheni, right? And that your Pesach Sheni, you you put masa on top of your pizza, you know. So. And so the, the Lavush is bothered. Why do we Dafka pick the month of Adar to double up? So he says a very interesting answer. He says because the Navi always calls Adar the twelfth month. And if we would pick any other month to double up, then Adar would come out the thirteenth month. So we have no alternative but to double up Adar. But then he says the real reason is because the Torah says, Shamar is Chaydash Aviv. Guard the season of the spring to make Pesach Dafka in the spring. So the best way to guard something is to be right there. Imagine if I told you, um, I got a new job. What's my job? I'm guarding the border of Gaza right now. Really? How am I guarding it? I have a, on, my, on, my, on my phone. I have a camera. You, you can't guard something if you're not there. You know? So you can't guard Nisan unless you're in close proximity. So the proper way to guard Nisan is to have a second Adar. But then the Levush drops a bombshell. He says, which is the Iker Adar? Adar Beis. Okay, that we know. And what's Adar Aleph? Adar Aleph is not a month. It's not a month. It's a placeholder of days. It's a collection of days. Adar Aleph is not a month. You hear this? We're not in a month right now. It's the added... You know what the proof is? Adar always has 29 days. But Adar Aleph has 30 days. Why? Because it's not Adar. It's not Adar. And the proof is, we don't lay in the Megillah. And we don't make Purim. Fine, you want to be a little happy, we'll say, But of course, like the Tamidei Baal Shem, they don't even say what on Purim? They don't even say Boo on Purim. When I say Boo, they don't even say Boo to Haman. Nothing. They don't do nothing on Purim Katan. Adar Aleph, says Levush, is not a month. What's the mazel of Adar Aleph? No, it's Shabbat, Deli. We're still in Deli. Shabbat is 59 days in an Eberyar. So look in number 13, the Tzafnas Paneach asks, then why don't we call it Delayim? But he asked the Kasha. But the Maza, we're still in the bucket. We're still in the bucket. What? Who says you should be Mavarch the Chaydash? By the way, the tefillah that we say by Shabbos Mavarchem. Rav said that tefillah every single day. This is the tefillah, the Gemara Bracha says, Rav ended off the Bracha. The Mavarchem doesn't have any halachic status. Well, and what are we going to do? We need a way to get people to come to Shul at least once a month. Can you imagine if we'll, we call, so we call it Shabbos Mavarchem and the people come and they sway and they shuckle when the Chazan says when the Moilad is going to be in Yushalayim in Yiddish. You know, Ke'ilu, that's a very spiritual moment, Right? No, of course not. But it's still Shvat. It's not. <laughs> the, the, the Levush says, Adar Aleph is. Oh, so you'll ask, so why do we call it Adar? And even more, a better Kasha. 
Adar Aleph is called Adar. Adar Beis is called Adar Sheni. So it sounds like the Iker Adar is Aleph. Says Levush, it's because we have no choice. Because back in the day when they were Mekadesh al they didn't know until close to the end of the month whether that month was going to be Adar Aleph or Adar Beis. They didn't know if they're going to be two or not. So what are they going to say in the beginning of the month? They had to say it's Adar. And then if, and then if there's going to be a second Adar, so they'll call it Adar Beis. But in order to preserve what it was originally called, the first Adar is Adar, even though it's not Adar. And the second Adar is the Iker Adar. That's the Shita of the Lavash. By the way, that's the Shita of the Lavash. That, that's Shita number one. Shita number two is the Marsha. The Marsha in Sanhedrin, Daf Yud Beis, look at number 11. He says, Yisrael Mechashvin Yud Beis Chodshe Alavana. Klai Yisrael count the 12 months of the moon. Neged Yud Beis Shvatim. Uh, corresponding to the 12 Shvatim, V'oid Chodesh Ibor is Kenege the Shevet of Yosef, that's divided into two. V'heim Beis Adarim Shemazoloi Dogim. The Marsha says there are two Adars, and both Adars are fish. By the way, I saw something in the Savior of Isser Doiv Kuk, a Dover Nifla Ma'id. Why Adar is Kenege Yosef? In what month, you know, we have two calendars. We have the solar, which is 365, and the lunar is 354. And because the solar is 11 days longer than the lunar, and a quarter. Because there, it's 11 and a quarter more, the solar calendar is jumping ahead. Yeah, 11 days, right? Every year, that's why Ramadan, which is coming up, is called the floating holiday. Because it could come out any time of the year. It could be in the summer, it could be in the winter, it could be in the spring, can be, right? You know, when I was a kid, there were, um, we'll put this off the camera, right? Remember, there were famous sporting events, yeah? When very tall players were in the finals, and they were fasting. Remember this? But it could come at any time. There's no, there's no scheduling it. It's not like the American calendar. It's scheduled for Monday. Every national holiday, it's a Monday or a Thursday. Can't do that. The Ramadan is a floating holiday. But, but the, the holiday of Klal Yisrael, we reconcile the solar with the lunar. When? When do we reconcile the solar with the lunar? In Adar. Adar is when the sun and the moon come together. In whose dream did the sun and the moon make peace? Yosef. In Yosef's dream, the sun and the moon bow down to each other. So therefore, Yosef is the Shevet that represents the harmonizing of the sun and the moon. And therefore, his month is Chodesh Adar. Very beautiful idea. Okay. By the way, in the Sefer Devar Yoim B'Yoimai, which was published about a hundred years ago, he points out that all the other Mazolais, Tle, Shar, Sirtan, Aryeh, Besula, Akrav, Keshes, Gedi, Deli are Yachid. Dogim is plural. Why? For Chaydash Adar. Adar Aleph and Adar Beis. So we have another Shita here that Adar has both, um, both Adarim are, are uh, Dogim. By the way, Kedushas Levi also says Adar is Keneged Yosef, and that's why it's Nimshala Dogim. And in the Sefer Yafel Alev, Yafel Alev is the son of Chaim Falaji. Rav Rachamim Nisim Yitzchak, 
he quotes, this is pretty amazing to me, that a Svarde Gadol would quote Sifrei Chasidos, very interesting, he quotes Kedusha Slevi, that also Adars can get Yosef, and there are two Adars, just like Yosef is Menashe and Ephraim, and Rabbi Yaakov Emden also says, both Adars are Mazal Dogim. So Levush says, Adar Aleph is a bucket, and Adar Bez is a fish, and the Marsha, and the Kedusha Slevi, and the Yafal Alev, and Rabbi Yaakov Emden says, they're both fish. And now, we're going to take a little poll. And whoever's on Zoom, I'm going to let you speak up. Okay, but only this time. Who here was born in an Adar Bez? Nobody? Wow. Anybody on the Zoom? Wow. No one here born in Adar Bez? Wow. The last time I once asked this question, and my friend Eli Sisma, his birthday is coming up in Adar Bez. I'm going to give him a shout out. But over the years, I only I met very few people who were born in an Adar Bez. You ready for this? So we have two shita so far, a third shita. Meishrabenu comes to Yehoshua, and he says, we're going to fight Amalek. Bechar lonu anoshim, choose men, says the Cheskuni. What men? Men who were born in Adar Sheni. Because if you're born in Adar Sheni, you don't have to worry about Kishuf. Why? Because Adar Sheni has no mazel. You don't have to worry about Ayin Hara. B- the Bnei Amalek were Mechashafim. And if there's no mazel, Kishuf doesn't work. In fact, Rabbeinu Ephraim, one of the early Rishonim, he says, Bechar lanu. Bechar is Gematria 2.10 is Gematria Adar. So he says, no it's not. Adar is 2.05. He says, it's Gematria V'Adar. Bechar is Gematria V'Adar. Yeah, but you're off by one. You could be off by one. Okay? So he says, Bechar is Gematria V'Adar. The Chida. Did I tell you what happened? The Chida? I can't believe it. You know, I went, I visited the Chida Last week, I tell you what happened, and the chidos yard said was yud aleph adar, and I wanted to be. Now he was since moved to Eretz Yisrael, and I wanted to be at his original burial spot on the day of his petira yud aleph adar, but the logistics didn't work out, so I was there yud bays. Okay, you could be off by one, right? Then on Shabbos I was learning the chida was nifter on. Parsha Zachar. He was nifter on Shabbos. So he was buried on Yud Beis. So I was there at the spot that he was buried on the day he was buried. Only 218 years later to the day. See, we, you see, uh, we try to schedule it that I should be there Yud Aleph. The Chidah says, no, no, no. I'll, I'll take care of the logistics. I'll take care of the scheduling. Make sure you get there on the right day. You know, sometimes in life, you think you're going to plan. No, they, ha- they have it covered. Anyway, the Chida also says, Kishuf, Kishuf doesn't work in Adar Sheni. So if you're a magician, don't try for any gigs in Adar Sheni. The magic's not going to work. By the way, there's an amazing Rashi in Baba Basra, Daf Pei. Rashi says that pigeons, I was once invited to do the mitzvah of Shulach HaKain in Williamsburg. And uh, we did the mitzvah. And I was presented with the eggs. And so what am I going to do with the eggs? They, say, they said, eat them. I said, eat Brooklyn pigeon eggs? I mean, Brooklyn pigeons? They said, 
they're much, the eggs are much cleaner than any eggs you get in the store. These pigeons are so healthy, they work like clockwork. Every single month, exactly to the day, they give birth to a zakhar or nekeva. Zakhar or nekeva. Their fertility is so precise. And by the way, then the zakhar marries the nekeva. But Rashi and Bavasra says in Chaydesh Adar, they don't give birth. Just thought I would throw that out. Okay? So don't go to the Brooklyn Navy Yard in Adar, it's not going to work. But. Uh, yeah, Yosef is uh, above Ayin Hara. But Adar, be, Adar Aleph is Dogim. Adar Beis is nothing. There's no Mazel in Adar Beis. By the way, B'nai Saskar also quotes this from Rabbi Ephraim and from the Chida. And he brings it from Kadmonim. And now, now I want to bring up something that I think I'm going to talk about another week. A Yushalmi that says that in the year the Purim story happened, was, there, was it a regular Adar? Or was it an Ibriyar? Yushalmi says it was an Ibriyar. And it happened in Adar Beis. And maybe next week, or in a coming week, we're going to give four Biurim in the Yushalmi. Okay? But the uh, Bnei Sassar says the simple explanation is it happened in an Adar Beis because Adar Beis, Haman wanted to put Kishif on us and it was ineffective. Why? Because Adar Beis has no mazel. There's no mazel in Adar Beis. By the way, Haman thought that Moshe was a Mechashef and Yeshua was a, a Mechashef and that's how he, uh, they were successful. So Haman was very afraid. But then when he saw that the ladder fell out in Adar Beis, a, ma- a month that has no mazel, he was happy because he said, now they can't pull Kishaf on me. Okay. And now... So the m- there's no mazel in Adar There's no mazel. When is, when is the mazel in Adar? Only Adar Aleph. But you said before, Adar Aleph is not a month. There are three number one is the Lavush. Adar Aleph is not a month, it's part of Shvat. Adar Beis is the only Adar, that's the first Shita, the Levosh Shita. The second Shita, the Marsha, Kedusha Slevi, is they're both Adar and they're both Dagim. And the third Shita is Adar Aleph is Dagim and Adar Beis is nothing. No Mazal at all. So there are three, there are three uh, Shitas on this. And now the moment we've all been waiting for. According to the third Shita. Yeah. Which is, a, which is a more important month? Adar Beis. Still Adar Beis? Yeah, but it would come out according to the third Shita, you should take down your Maza Adar Dogum signs in Adar Beis. What are you doing? Right? It's ridiculous. There's no Maza on Adar. I mean, if you like fish, eat it. But why are you putting up a sign? There's no Maza Adar Dogum in Beis. According to the first Shita, don't have it up in Adar Aleph. So maybe you shouldn't have signs in uh, double Adar, because either way you do it, you know, or you should write, I, I'm going to come out with a new sign, okay? This is going to be very popular. We're going to have a, a sign, two different signs. Mazel Adar Dogim Aleph, according to Rabbeinu Ephraim. It's going to say, Lefi Rabbeinu Ephraim. And then for Adar Beis, Lefi the Lavosh. I'm sure that's going to be... Uh, it's gonna... Yeah, oh, Rabbeinu Ephraim, you want to make Rabbeinu Ephraim Talian Ephraim? Yeah, I hear that. Okay, now here's the bombshell. How is it possible that a month has no mazel? How could a month not have mazel? And also, 
Could somebody tell me what kind of fish Adar is connected with? Maybe we should eat that kind of fish. How come you never hear, Oh, it's Adar! Let's go eat fish. Right? Fish. In Av, everyone's busy with fish. People are so delusional. They say, Oh, that tuna steak, it's mamish like a piece of real steak. Are you kidding me? We're... How could you be so self-delusional to think that a piece of tuna fish is like an actual steak? I mean, it's unbelievable. But you hear about people eating fish in Av, but in Adar, why don't people eat fish? So, I want to share with you something that is Oyem Benayra. The Torah says in the beginning of Bereshus, Vayivra Eloikim es hataninim hagdoilim, that the Rebbe created the big sea monsters, Rashi says, "Dogim gedolim shabiyam, big fish." Uvedivrei agada who levyasan uben zugai, the levyasan and his mate. God created the levyasan, male and female, and ultimately God killed the female and salted it for the tzaddikim l'asad lavai. Because if they would ever mate and procreate, they would destroy the whole world. The Gemara in Baba Basra talks about these, the Leviathan. And the Gemara says, Rabbi Yochanan Amar, Ze Leviathan Nachash Beriach, the Leviathan Nachash Akalasain. The male Leviathan is the straight snake. The female Leviathan is the crooked snake. Says Rabbi Yitzchak Isaac Chavar, Don't think that, you know, this, the fish of Chaydesh Adar is some fuzzy-wuzzy, cutesy, you know, adorable fish that makes you feel good, that blows bubbles, and you know, you want to give it a... No, no, we're not talking about that kind of fish. We're talking about big fish. We're talking about big snakes. The mazal of Adar is levyasan nachash beriach v'nachash akalosain. The mazal of Adar are the two greatest destructive forces in the whole world. Otherwise, oh, Haman saw that the mazal of Adar is fish. Aha! Oh, it was scary. Right? Really scary. Fish. I, I could think of a million things that are scarier than fish. Eitan. <laughs> not now. But fish are not. Come on. People don't have nightmares from fish. Tigers. Lions. Lepers. Fish? <laughs> Are sharks fish? Or their ma'am? What are? F- what? There you have. It's not a fish. Fish says the Rabbi Yitzchak Isaac Chaver. The fish that's mazal adar is the nachash bariach, the straight snake, and the crooked snake. And these two snakes, if they ever got together, they would destroy the world. Akalaton is not serpent. It's, it's crooked. It's, it's curved. Akalason. Curved, not straight. Says Rabbi Yitzhak Chaver. You know which snake this is? It's the Nachash HaKadmoini and the Samach Mem. The mazel of Adar is death. The Nachash HaKadmoini and the Samach Now, if the Nachash HaKadmoini and the Samach Mem ever got together, they'll destroy the world. You know when they get together? When there's Machloikis and Klal Yisrael. When there's Pirun Halavavais. 
When we separate, you see, there are two forces in the world. The force of good is Kutshabrichu Ushchente. The force of evil is the Samach Mem and the Nachash. When there's unity in Klal Yisrael, Kutshabrichu Ushchente come together, and the Nachash and the Samach Mem separate. But when there's Machloikis in Klal Yisrael, the Samach Mem and the Nachash come together, and Kutshabrichu Ushchente separate. You know, we always talk about Jewish unity. The thing is, no one has any idea why it's so important. Why is Achtos important? It's important because it's good for a Kumzitz. Because if you don't have Achtos, then you can't have a Kumzitz. It has nothing to do with a Kumzitz. Well, Achtos is good because it makes me feel warm. I don't care what it makes you feel. It's irrelevant how you feel. Why is Achtos important? Because it's fuzzy. Achtos cuts to the core of how the Rebbe Hashem runs the world. The, for the Rebbe Hashem to be able to be to be native to Klal Yisrael, we need Ichud Kodshabrichu Shchente. When there's Achtos in Klal Yisrael, then the Samachmem and the Nachash separate, and the Kodshabrichu Shchente come together. When there's Machloikis, Kodshabrichu and the Shechina separate, and the Samachmem and the Nachash come together. Adar Aleph is the male of Yasan. Adar Bez is the female of Yasan. You know, it's an amazing thing. You know that at every single meal you have to have a Zecher L'Chorben, Rabbi Yaakov Emden says, except for Sudas Purim. You know why? Sudas Purim is Sudas Leviasan. Sudas Purim is the Sudav L'Asulava. It's like from the Achras Hayamim. Adar Bez is the Leviasan. The best security blanket is to separate the male from the female. You know how we separate the male from the female? In Ibriyar. In an Ibriyar. So we separate. The male is Adar Aleph. The female is Adar Beis. The greatest security for Klal Yisrael is in Ibriyar. Maybe that's why the year Haman was scheduled to eradicate us was in Ibriyar. And our safety was that Nochash Haman couldn't get together with his mate. This is Rabbi Yitzhak Isaac Chaver. Mazel, now, now you know. Now, so, that, so all these Mazel Adar Dagam signs, I mean, they're all, they're all a scam. They have these nice cutesy fish. It, it's, it's, it's a scary fish. I don't want to hurt the Mazel Adar Dagam business. I also bought it because I want to support them. I support Mazel Adar Dagam signs. But really, and the thing is, if you put a real picture up, nobody would come to shul. People would, would be too scary. So we don't have a choice. We have to put like a cutesy picture. So that's why, you know, when your kids are in elementary school, they say, what kind of fish? Just tell them whatever kind of fish you want. A clownfish, I don't know. But if you want to know really what, what kind of fish is Maza Adar Dagim, it's the force of destruction. Otherwise, how do we understand why Haman was Mesameach when he saw Maza Adar Dagim? Comes of Yonis and Ibishitz. And he likewise says, Mazal Adar Dagim is the male of Yasan and the female of Yasan. And says Rabbi Yonis and Ibishitz, you know, and this will explain, you know why there's no Mazal and Adar, Bez? Because God took the Leviathan and He killed it. <coughs> the reason, there is Mazal and Adar, it's the Leviathan, but she's dead. So why would we leave the, the Sukkah and say Because we want to eat her. She's dead. She's so she's put away. She's refrigerated. She's so dead. In Adar, not in, uh, 
We will. There's going to be leftovers that you're going to still have in Tishrei. But with this, the meal starts. Yeah, Sudas Purim is, uh, is like a page out of the future. So it comes out that when we say that there's no mazal in Adar Beis, Adar Aleph is the male of Yasu. So then Adar Aleph is a very dangerous month. It was. That's why Hashem castrated the male also. The male of Yasan, Hashem was Masaris, the, the male. So Adar was inherently a very dangerous month. By the way, there's an idea that every year that Purim comes, the, hum, the Xera of Haman is looming every year. That's one of the reasons why we fast on Tainas Esther. To Mavad, there is a certain danger in Adar. Adar is a, is a very dangerous time. We have to be Mavatil the Kayach of Haman. But Haman is the Nachash himself. Haman is very comfortable with these Leviathans because they're like snakes. Now we know why we don't eat the, these Dagim in Adar. Because snakes don't taste good. You don't want to eat snake. I mean, well, you can dip it in ketchup. Well, it's not. Doesn't go. Yeah, I mean, are you going to slice? Are you going to cut it? Or eat it with a fork? No, you can't eat the snake. We don't eat ma- this type of mazal adar dogim. The male of yasan, the female of yasan. Now, fasten your seatbelts. I just want to tell you one more little pocket. It's very hard to say over. I'm just going to tell you the words. There are two kinds of snakes. They're dry. They're dry land snakes and they're wetland snakes. Dry land snakes are dangerous, but if you get bitten by a dry land snake. Rashi says in Brachis, if you get to the water before the snake gets to the water, you'll be healed. That like Rabbi Hanina ben Doisa. A wetland snake, there's no cure. So Moshe Rabbeinu, when, when he saw the snake, he was very scared. Because if it was a dry land snake, he would be saved because he's from the water. He's Moshe. But he thought maybe it was a wetland snake. So Hashem said, just grab the tail. You'll see it's a dry land snake. Now, Esther cried out, Kaili, Kaili, Lama, Azavtani. God, God, why have you forsaken me? So, Chazal say, Kaili, Kaili, Kaili Bayam, the Kaili Biyabasha. God, in the. Uh, you just hold the plug in here. Yeah? Um, uh, God in the dry land, and God in the wetland. Because. Esther was also, you know what Esther is compared to a gazelle. Now a gazelle, any uh, any deli- any people d- deliver babies here? <laughs> Nobody born in other bays. And no, okay, a gazelle has a very narrow rechem, and the baby can't come out. So Chazal say, how does the baby come out? A snake comes and bites the gazelle, and then the rechem opens, and that's how it gives birth. Esther is compared to Ayala. So we're in trouble. She's in trouble. So she needs Haman to, so to speak, bite her. And that brings the Yeshua. But Esther didn't know, is Haman a dry land or is Haman a wetland? And Haman was aiming for Adar Beis because Adar Beis, Moshe Rabbeinu died. So he thought Moshe Rabbeinu, he could be a wetland snake. <laughs> But it turns out he was mistaken because there's no mazel at all in other bays. Other bays, mazelos don't work at all. So, friends, we have three shitois in the two adars. Shita number one is Lavush. Lavush says, Rabbi what's the mazel of, of Adar Aleph? According to the Lavush? Bucket. Bucket. 
Is it Adar? It's not really Adar. We call it Adar, but it's not really Adar. There's only one Adar. Adar Beis. Adar Beis is Dogim. Adar Aleph is Dali. That's Levush. Then we have the Marsha Kedushas Levi, Yafa Lelev, uh, Rabbi Yaakov Emden, and others. That both Adars are Adars, and they're both Dogim, and it's Menash and Ephraim. And then we have Rabbeinu Ephraim, and the Chida, and the Bnei Yisachar, and the Cheskuni, and Rabbi Anasanaibishitz. Adar Aleph is fish. Adar Beis, there's no mazel. Ein mazel li Yisrael. Adar Beis is a page out of the future. Adar Beis is sudas levyasan. There was a mazel in Adar Beis, but the Rebbeinu Shem killed it. It's like la'asid lavai when we transcend all the mazels. That's why the Arizal says every month corresponds to a sense. What's the sense of Adar? Smell. Why smell? Because smell is the only sense that was not used by the sin of Adam Arishain. Yeah? Adam Arishain listened to his wife. He saw the tree. He tasted the tree. And he felt the tree. He didn't smell it. Smell was never impugned by the Chedal Eitzadas. That's why it says when Mashiach comes, how do you know if someone's Mashiach? Yeah? How do you know if someone's Mashiach? Business card? Mashiach. Yeah? How do you know? He puts... Oh, it says the Harichoi Biras Hashem. He could smell out a case. Because if somebody's sense of smell is so pristine, that means he, he's like other Rishon before the Chait. So therefore the month of Adar, which is a page out of the future, the sense of Adar is the sense of smell. So we're moving into very rarefied territory. This time of the year, these 60 days of the year, are Yimei Simcha Yisrael. Whether you begin... Being rejoicing, Tzamachloikis, Rabbi Yaakov Emden says, not yet. Chassam Seifer says, we already started. But either way, Adar Beis is coming. And Be'ezus uh, Hashem, Rashi says that Adar are Yimei Nisim Li Yisrael. We should be Zoycha to see. Nisim v'neflois k'moi sh'asisa l'avoyseinu v'ayom emahim v'azman hazeh. Have a good night. Oh, tia. Sure. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.